Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Full turkey season starts today. Hey, you're inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Halloween weekend, October 29th and 30th. Yes, indeed. A happy new year again when a season opens or reopens and the calls for a new year celebration. And just a reminder, too, what else opens today statewide? is the permit bow season. I have a bunch of sets here, a bunch of different dates. Uh, whoa, a huge variance in the number of deer that you can bag. Set zero is DMZs 21, 23, 24, 34, 43, 45, and 46. <clears throat> that season runs today through November 19th. Uh, sets two and three, DMZs one, three, four, 18, 22, 26, 30, 55, 63, and 65. October 29th today through November 27th sets four, five, six, seven, eight DMZs, uh, oh, two, five through 17, 19, 25, 27, 28, 29, 31, 35, 42, 47, 48, 49, 50 and 51. That runs through December 24th, Christmas Eve, reopens the day after Christmas and runs through the 31st. Now, just a reminder. I think they're insipid, but again, you got the bone strokers, the horn guys, the antler, the antler kings, whatever. You have antler point restrictions, three points on one side of the rack at least. DMZs 3, 9, 13, 27, 28, 29, 31, 35, 47, 30, 34, and 63. Check page 36 in the hunting and trapping digest for the bag limits. I mean, they go from one deer of either sex or one buck here or whatever to unlimited antlerless and still the, the one buck. But that is the deal. I just reminded two birds were stocked yesterday by birds. I mean, chuckers. They were last day for dog training stocked for today. Rather, uh, Aston Pink, Hires, Mills, Manasquan, Stafford, Forge, Glassboro, Millville, and Tuckahoe. Man, these, ch- <laughs> these chuckers, man, they, they are beautiful birds. Prime training for the dogs hey we have a really jammed show coming up in our next segment making sense of the rut sense of the rut and also there's going to be a huge trapping convention next weekend in the pines there by chatsworth fully jammed show grab that cup grab that rebel be right back rack and fin radio when you need to know it's wpg talk radio 95.5 and the wpg talk radio app Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Uh, posted yesterday, Friday, was about the permit bow season, which uh, kicked off today. Again, a happy new year. But more significantly, in addition to that, and chance to put some more venison in the freezer, the rut or all indications of the rut are on. We've seen some uh, positive deer movement and behavior. Yes, the rut is uh, just getting underway. Starting to percolate. Should be in full boil within a week, maybe uh, 10 days or so. But let's uh, let's talk making sense of the rut. And by sense, S-C-E-N-T-S. Myriad scents out there, products all over the place now, especially with the ban on any uh, deer attractants, whatever, using, uh, you know, actual, you know, served urine, deer urine, so to speak. So it's been uh, a challenge, and up to the challenge in a big way is ACP Rednex Pride Outdoors. Okay, they've been in business since 22 years. Super quality scents and game calls. Join us on the line to get a little bit of some nuances of using scents effectively during this 
early rut and through the first rut, and they're going to have the second one, I'm sure, in late December, is Ron Jones. He is the president and owner of AC Rednecks Pride Outdoors. And yes, he's going to be at an event next weekend. We'll get into that with a guest a little further on in the program. But Ronnie Jones, thanks for joining us. The rut, I would say, Jonesy, is underway. What do you say? It's starting up. It, it's starting. It's still late, okay, but but it, it's starting up, yep. Ron actually saw the uh, the doe with the looking over. Hey, man, what's going on? It's a teenager chasing me. I'm not looking for that little, you know, 14-year-old. <laughs> and here comes this little three-pointer spike on one side and fork on the other. Next dress on Ronnie. He was into it. I remember that age. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. <laughs> so, Ron, now the estrus, so to speak, uh, what do you, in all your experience, Ronnie, uh, deer hunting, making the sense to studying the whitetails, what percentage now will it be on the does, uh, like coming into heat over the next week or so? And will that get more intense, say, towards Thanksgiving into early December? What do you got? Well, what you have right now is you have your older, bigger, uh, seasoned does coming into, uh, into their heat cycle. They're not, they're not, some may be ready to breed, but they're they're getting they're coming into it. So that that smell starting to hit the air, and I and I think what happens is as that you know those few older doe who are going to come into uh, cycle faster or first, mm-hmm. uh, as that smells hitting the air, those young those young little boys uh, they like it, you know, and and that's why you see the uh, the the chasing phase per se, with the young guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see a young guy run into a hedgerow and 10 deer, you know, 10 doe run out the other side, and he's running around from doe to doe trying to figure out, you know, who's what and where what, and they're just saying, leave me alone, you know, that type of thing. Wow, I went through that. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but but the key, the key there is um, when we're dealing with scrapes, whether we're dealing with, you know, you know I started making deer sense in 1990 that mm-hmm. I didn't make it to sell. I made it for my business, mm-hmm. my, 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 the guys who worked for me and, and uh, our business. So we didn't bring it out to the, to the public until around 2000. Um, but the thing that, that, uh, we learned over all those years is whether you're using a real or, or the synthetics or the, the fake stuff, we call it. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, getting it down and getting the deer on it. That's the key. Okay. And, and, and the key for me, for me personally, and and I and uh, I had that I did that mock scrape podcast uh, back in 2015. I think it's on. I remember that, that yeah. Outdoors, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's on that talk shoe thing. Um, I've I've learned a lot since then, but that was a that was an hour long podcast just talking, you know, what what scrapes are, and and uh, the key is getting that scrape into the ground. Okay. And, and, and me personally, I want that dough on there first. That's what my preference is. Exactly. Um, because on, on the mock scrape, okay. Um, when I get that dough on there, she's given the, the, the dough smells. Okay. And all, and then as soon as she's starting to put on those dough smells, the female smells, Okay. The young dinks and the young small bucks are going to flock to them just like they do when they chase them around the woods. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. And then when you start to get that 
young buck on there. Now you have doe and bucks both urinating and, and putting their, their 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 glands on it. All right, and that's what infuriates the big boy. Okay, um, I've getting a lot of questions in the last two weeks. How do I change that buck from nocturnal today? And the answer is really simple: you don't. Okay, you 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 are not changing that big boy. Okay. Whether he's two and a half, three and a half years old or, or seven years old, you're not changing him from nocturnal today. Okay, he, he's, he's got his routine and he's going to be that way. But what you can do is create competition to make him want to change from nocturnal today. Exact point, Ron. Let me interrupt you a second. And we've discussed this before and, and the hunting, you know, hunting together and stuff where we've seen big dominant males out of all time in the middle of the day. Again, in yeah. that in that competition, yeah. just a little later on, let's we're talking like later November when the rut's really you know, going. But you're right, Ron. It's it's getting him to change that that habit that that um, that mindset that nighttime is the right time. Yeah, the he's got to want to change it. You can't yeah. change it. Yeah, you right. can't change it. And how you do that is you freshen up your, you know, if you if if you, you freshen up your your scrapes midday, okay. And um, the key factor, and 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 again. I have been hit with so many questions in the last two weeks by, by guys. Sorry. Um, hey, he's he saying that for my benefit too, people. Ronnie, Joe, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I, I think the first thing I want to say to, to people is learn what the scrape really is. Okay. The scrape is the buck going to where the dough is concentrated. The doe aren't going to where the buck is concentrated, mm-hmm. right? Up until a couple of weeks ago, you know, in the early season, we saw bachelor groups, you know, five, six, seven. Exactly right, yeah. You know, bucks all hanging together. You know, they're partying, you know. They're talking about the, the coming uh, lucky events coming up, right? <laughs> um, now that things are getting serious, those bucks are now going out and seeking where the doe are. So the number one thing I tell guys all the time, listen, don't bring a deer. Don't bring a buck to you. Go find the doe concentration. Okay, and chances are you're going to find a scrape line there starting up, or pretty soon going to be started up. All right. Number one, go to the doe. Number two, put the scrape, the mock scrapes. I always use three or four if I can, at least two at the minimum. If I've got, um, if I'm going to be hunting the whole extended bow season okay Mm -hmm. uh but i'm going to set up a line just like a real buck would in the area where the doe are at just like a real buck is girl let me interrupt you a second just for a second are you talking how many yards apart significant yardage close together because i've seen them where god it seems like they're every 30 or 40 feet and other times and that's and that is going to be that that when you're seeing clusters of scrapes, nine times out of ten, that's going to be multiple bucks, and usually oh, they're going yeah. to be multiple, and they're usually going to be subdominants. Okay, um, the big boy is usually going to have his line, and depending on your area that you're hunting, I've seen some areas where every hundred yards is another scrape. I've seen other areas every fifty yards is another scrape. Okay, but it's a line. It's a distinct line. You can see it happening that way. When you come to a line that's got a distinct line every 50 yards, just for numbers-wise, and then all of a sudden you see one um, 10, 15 yards from 
a, an existing scrape, and then that scrape line is going off in another direction. You have two bucks coming in, and that's on, that's yeah. on a, uh, a territorial line there. Mm-hmm. All right. So key number one, get to the dough. Get the dough. Don't don't bring the doughs to you. Why? Why? You know, we can do that if you got a, a feed, you know, a, a bait pile out, or if you're using uh, our dry attractants and stuff like that. Um, and our deer are already coming because the dough is coming in for the food or the, or the, the, our, you know, our deer stuff too is like, you know, you've used it. It's, it's like candy to a, to a kid or drugs. To listeners, a drug it, listeners um, it is, it is the anchovy pizza to Tom P analogy. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard it put that way, but oh, yeah. Thinking, okay? oh yeah, baby. I'm there. But, but the key, the key is you get the dough there. Okay, if there's not a if there's not a, a big buck there or not a, a good buck there yet, starting to scrape, you put in your scrape line. However far the hunter feels he needs to do it, okay. And I always set up a scrape line that I'm not going to hunt the scrape itself, but I want to hunt the scrape line in between the scrapes. So in other words, that's why I said I always put two or more in mm-hmm. because. Uh, I want what I want is the the buck to come in and hit the first scrape. All right, he knows where the second scrape is. I'm going to be that twenty, thirty, forty yards on the downwind side of where I anticipate him walking because he won't walk the doe trail. Every season buck hunter knows that he's going to walk that little trail that's off the side of the doe trail nine times out of ten. He's going to stage himself on the downwind side of that scrape. And he's going to air. He's going to uh, test the air. If a doe has been on it, he's going to go in. He's going to mark it again, and then he's going to either track her out or he's going to go to the next scrape. So I always want to be in between the two scrapes. All right. And if I'm if I'm up in PA hunting a rifle, I'd love. I'm I'm seventy five to hundred yards off. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even better. Um, but anyway, I'm in between. Um, that way, he his first scrape. His mindset is already on the second scrape. So when he's crossing me, he's crossing broadside, hopefully. He's crossing upwind of me, hopefully. <laughs> okay, hopefully. And all I got to do is just do a little grunt um, to stop him to, to send the arrow. It's simple, right? No problem. All right. Um, one of the things we are seeing, though, is the real deal. Nothing, nothing beat my mock scrape four and my TC plus, that was the real deal stuff. Mm-hmm. Our TUF, get it into the ground. Um, the good part about all this is, and every seasoned hunter knows this also, who's not into wipes or who's not into, uh, you know, the, uh, the spooky stuff. Every good deer hunter knows that we can go in and scrape up the dirt this time of year from now till the end of November. And we can pee on that spot, and, and deer are going to come to it. Yep. Um, you know, everybody says I'm not going to pee. The deer spooked. No, you know, if the deer got spooky on every hunter that beat in the woods, they would be <laughs> held up in a briar bed. <laughs> you know, um, human odor is a key. So when I tell people when they're coming into the uh, the site that they're going to hunt, stealth. Okay, hunt in. I tell guys all the time, still hunt in, still hunt in, still hunt in. You're quiet. Why? Because as the rut is heating up more and more and more and more, 
okay, the Bucks aren't that far away. And if you're Klopp, boom, 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 you know, you know, crunching, branking, whatever, getting mm-hmm. into the into the stand, I don't care. Unless he's got a doe that's totally 100% in heat and he's right on her, they're still not that stupid, okay? I mean, we like we like the stupid ones to run in on us, but reality-wise, they still got their senses to them, all right? Okay, well, Ronnie, you mentioned approach here. Here's the thing. It's rub against a hard break. Listen, joining us on the line is Ron Jones, president and owner of Rednecks, uh, ACP Rednecks Pride uh, Outdoors makers of super quality scents and game calls and waterfowl calls here. But Ron, uh, the approach, I know you're a proponent of dragging. And also, uh, you taught me about the misting aspect at certain times, certain, you know, atmospheric things, you know, humid, it's humid outside or whatever. What do you recommend this time in the red again? Like you said, Buck's not stupid, can get a little careless. A drag and a misting approach, what's the deal? Uh, always, I always drag. There's not, I, we, there's never a time we don't drag. Okay. And if you're going to drag, you don't walk to the back of your, to your, your stand. So what I would do is I would drag to the one scrape very quietly, drag to the other scrape. Okay. And then pick up the the, the, the drag and then come back to my stand. Um, misting. Yes. And no. Remember, when you're misting, it positions the deer downwind of you. Mm. All right. So, mm. so, um, and I'm always a proponent in misting. I really believe that misting uh, helps with covering human odor. Not that it takes human odor away; you can't take it away. But when you mist, you over you overpower the human odor. That when it smells the human odor. It may, it may, okay, say human odors old are not here anymore. I'm okay. Okay. Uh, deer, all wildlife are not afraid of human odor. Again, just like peeing on in the woods. If they were afraid of human odor, they'd be crawled up in a bar patch and never move. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of human odor here now. And they can tell that. You know, I had a guy challenge me the other day saying they cannot. And I said, well, then how does a rabbit dog run a rabbit the right way? All right. Um, they're the same way. They can tell by seconds and minutes. So so misting, yes, you get that bucket that's circling down behind you. Uh, by all means, missed, man. Missed, missed a good amount. So he, he, hopefully you cloud his brain with that, uh, getting lucky mindset and, and he, he commits the, uh, the stupid getting to one step too close. And Ron, we've had tremendous success with your old timer in that just do following that technique. It's worked well. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and the old timer was the real stuff. Our, our old timer DUF is now the deer urine That's free. What we have now. Yep. We just, mm-hmm. Yeah, we've taken the uh, the deer urine and and, and sub- substituted it with another non-banned uh, natural urine, and then we added all the ingredients to it except for the deer ingredients. Um, the same thing with TC4. Um, took the place of TC plus. We took out all the real deer deer stuff, and then we added the uh, the synthetic stuff to it to a natural non-banned urine. All right. And um, all urine is a carrier. So just like human urine, 
right now you can pee on the ground in a, in scrapes, um, and the deer are going to come to it because their hormones are kicking up, and and within a x amount of hours, urine is urine. Okay, okay right. Right, Jones, thanks much for your input. Listeners, take care, man. Making sense of the rut. Ron, give that ACP uh, website, please. Where can people purchase these uh, incredible products? It's real simple, rednextpride.com. And will we be seeing you next week at that Cranberry Farm get-together? Absolutely. That's my biggest show. That's a show I never, ever, ever want to miss. Okay, we have someone uh, is, uh, that, someone that, waiting that. in the wings we're going to be talking about. Ron Jones, ACP, Rednecks Pride Outdoors. Uh, hope to see you. Well, we will be seeing you next week, and good luck this, this season, Ron. I, I see. Hold it. I know you're not a you're a, like a big super rack hunter, but I see a 180 in your near future, Jonesy. What do you think? No, no, you're going to see. You're, what you're going to see is an 80 to 100 pound doe. <laughs> Ron, take care. Best of Don and everybody, man. We'll see you next week. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's on. It's on. It's on. Grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. The same way you plan each detail for those moments. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit. And make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids, and I've got a good job. Bye, Mom. See you, Mom. A pretty important job. Because of my family and my job, I really care about this neighborhood. It's a good neighborhood. Yes, there's some crime. And when I drive to work, like now, I realize that some people here don't trust the police. So the police should be reaching out to this community. And this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you as a police officer that this department is reaching out to the community and the community is doing its part. We're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. This is how we can all be safer. Get involved. Start the conversation. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
Yo, welcome back to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Halloween weekend. That was Ron Jones making sense of the rut. And we mentioned at the end of the interview, we have an event coming up next weekend, November 4th and 5th. It's going to be out near Chatsworth. This is, listen, to me, the epitome of outdoors, especially New Jersey outdoors. It is New Jersey Fur Harvesters Convention in the Pines. Their annual autumn convention. It's a new facility. They were there last year at this facility. And it's absolutely a blast. And what you learn about the outdoors, I mean, these are the creme de la creme, the trappers. I mean, these 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 are the outdoors. I mean, you want to know anything about animal behavior, anything about trapping wildlife management, this is the place to be. It's going to be at McKay's Blueberry Farm. Russ Anderson Road in Chatsworth for your GPS 08019. Uh, the 5th and the 6th, rain or shine, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. I was able to tackle him, man, like Micah Parsons. Ooh, did I say the wrong word there? It's Ron Deal on the line with us right now. Ron, the real deal, deal. He is the president of New Jersey Fur Harvesters. Put this event together. I said we have a long list of exhibitors. I'm going to go into a few of them and some of the seminars. Ron, thanks for joining us. Hey, man, I can't wait for next weekend. Oh, me neither, Tom. <laughs> me neither. One thing you didn't mention, Deal, which has me a little peed off here, man. You didn't mention the food truck, but I knew something was going to be there, so I'm all good with that. How's that? <laughs> good, good. Yeah, she's uh, all set to come. She's all stocked up, got all kinds of breakfast stuff, one stuff. She's even going to stay late for dinner. Oh, no, oh boy. Listen, and the primitive camping's available. Uh, there's Portage John's restroom facilities on site, but uh, no water, no electricity. True primitive camping. Great time for the young families, especially. But, Ron, let's get, in, let's get into this. Again, the trappers, to me, the true outdoorsmen, I mean, you have great hunters, great anglers, but it's the trappers, to me, especially, Ron, that that know so much more about wildlife, so much more aware of the surroundings, animal signs, sense, all that thing. This is, this is where you're going to really meet. I mean, these are, you ever said, what's that? Uh, that show, the mountain men or uh, below zero. These are people here in Jersey that do it. And, Ron, you have a great list of exhibitors and seminars coming up. Getting this all together, Deal, did you start on this right after you finished last year's? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, during the summertime, uh, we hit a lot of other shows. And, of course, we talked to all the other dealers to make sure that they can come for this weekend. And it's been a lot of work, a lot of work. Okay, well, listen, uh, here we go. You're going to have trapping, skinning, and fur handling demonstrations all day, both days. Uh, the seminars from the experts in the business, Ronnie Jones, uh, Newt Sterling, these, these again, and, and, and others, which are too, too numerous to mention. It's going to be a great time. Learn how to use snares in a dog-proof trap. There are demonstrations, huge supply auction uh, at noon on Sunday. And, Ron, if I can, I just want to go into some of the exhibitors here. Listeners, this is the this is the who's who when it comes to the true outdoors. You have ACP, you have Snare One, uh, Chub Trapping Supply, New Jersey uh, Trap and Snare, uh, Newt Sterling Snaring for Survival. That deal. I don't know if you read Newt's book, Tr Snaring for Survival. Whoa, yeah. was he spot on on that? Uh, New Jersey State Federation of Sports was called Fur Takers of America, Women in the Outdoors. Listen, any women out there, you want to go about hunts and whatever going on, this is the place to be and talk to them. You have hunters helping the hungry, uh, traditional archers in New Jersey, Warpath Archery. Check this dude out. 
and his wife. Wow, Ron, I saw what that atlatl and those primitive bows he makes. These things are just incomparable. The craftsmanship and the accuracy is amazing. Uh, you have New Jersey Predator Hunters Association, New Jersey Waterfowlers, Full draw bow fishing and outfitters, wildlife treasury, taxidermy for, and it goes on and on and on. Listen, it's an all day thing from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. You're going to be enthralled. Well, deal. I have to ask you this response again on a trapping thing. We don't cover it anywhere near as much as we should, uh, on rack and fin radio, unfortunately, but Ron, the trapping, the importance of trapping plays in wildlife management, the health of wildlife populations, it can't be stated enough. And uh, go into that. It is just amazing what, what the trappers do for wildlife. Well, trapping here in New Jersey is free wildlife control. Absolutely free wildlife control. Trapping benefits every species of animal. Every predator that eats something, but we trap it, and it helps all the rest of wildlife here in New Jersey. And the health of the um, actual fur-bearing populations. Listen, nature abhors a vacuum. Habitat can only I – Ron, I used to be a fierce trapper back late 70s through the <laughs> mid-80s. It could only – nature could only supply – the habitat could only support, rather, so much. What do you do with the surplus? That's where trapping comes in. It helps prevent disease all the way down the line. It's a win-win, but – Right, deal. As you've said, and other ones have told me, and new to special, because again, I just got out of it because I didn't have the time to it. It is so time consuming. You're not going to make money on it, people. It is a labor of love getting up four o'clock in the morning for it, getting out there in the freeze weather trap, checking those lines. Deal. It's, um, it's way beyond me at my physical position right now. <laughs> So, Ron, what else do you think? Uh, what else we have going on here? Some of the seminars. Can you go into those, please? Okay. So, yeah, um, Ron Jones is going to go over, like, locations and stuff like that for new trappers and how to how to find out where to catch these critters. Uh, I'm pretty sure Newt's going to do a good job at showing people how to hang snares and where to set. And, right. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of stuff going on, that's for sure. Uh, we have a Dan Cheeseman. He runs a dog tracking, blood tracking service. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, dog tracking and recovery. Listen, I had a uh, blog about that, and it's as that is, and we had a segment on Rack and Fin Radio about a, about a month ago. The young guy, he's based out of Port Republic somewhere. That, and he's a fairly new trapper, and yeah. he's going he's gonna to talk to new trappers about how to get involved and how to, you know, approach other trappers to ask questions. <laughs> That's one thing, too, I noticed for the most part deal that when it comes to trapping, you know, teaching, educating, far more openness in the trapping community than, say, in the, in the trophy deer hunting community or fishing community, for that matter. Trappers help trappers. Yes. Yes, we're there. And listen, if anybody has any questions, they can contact me. No problem. I answer the phone all the time. That he does. Listen, again, Convention in the Pines, New Jersey Fur Harvesters, next Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m., 3 p.m. It is going to be a great time. Tent camping available. Hey, man, uh, get your Frontiersman on. Okay, there's going to be porta potties available. No running water, no electricity. Hey, last year, Ron, you had a bunch of families there. It was cool to see little kids running around. It was great. Yeah, we got a couple things going on for the kids, too. Uh, we got a couple games we're going to try to try to do for the kids so 
Uh, it's going to be a fun time. Listen, it's 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. both days, trapping, skinning, fur handling demonstrations all day. Both days is going to be uh, on um, on Sunday. There's going to be a trapping supply auction. There's going to be trapping supplies for sales. Also, uh, Ron Jones will have... Check out Jonesy's fishing sense, man. They do catch fish. Again, a rain or shine event. Uh, Ron, how do people uh, find out more about this event next Saturday and Sunday, 4th and 5th? What do you got? Uh, well, we have it online. Of course, it's on our Facebook page. Uh, all the yard sales, Atlanta County yard sale, Southern New Jersey yard sale sites, uh, we have it listed. All the sports shops, local sports shops, all the flyers are in the sports shops. Now, listen, no. it's a McKay's Blueberry Farm, Russ Anderson Road in Chatsworth, 08019. Very easy to get to. Well, uh, deal. before I let you go, trapper trapper numbers, uh, sl- increasing inter- in- incrementally, but still increasing nonetheless. Do you see a swing slowly starting the other way? No, it's it's rising. We That's had what I mean, yeah. Classes. We had five trapper ed classes this year. And we're pushing over 200 students. This is great. This is great. I mean, back in the heyday, people, it seemed there was a trap around every corner. Then it hit the low point. It hit the nadir. And then it's, uh, again, as Ron said, slowly on the increase and more and more trapping classes are full. And, again, you said 200 deal. That's great. That's absolutely fantastic. Hey, how do people join the fur harvesters? What's the deal? Well, come on down. We'll give you an application. If you take the trapping course, we give a free complimentary membership for a year. Hey, Neil, let me ask you this. Is there any courses on using the cage traps? Well, we institute the cage trap with all the classes Uh because it's part of what we do. Um, We're trying to get uh, a few people to put on a clinic after during the season. Last year, we did a snaring clinic. We need to do a, a fur handling clinic, a cage trap clinic, just a clinic on, say, like dog-proof trap. And sure. Just people that want to learn about the dog-proof trap. So yeah. we're always looking to put on something new. I know. You guys are very active listeners. Next Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., rain or shine, McKay's Blueberry Farm, Russ Anderson Road in Chatsworth, Convention in the Pines, New Jersey Fur Harvest is the best part well, two best parts. One, it's free. And two, there's going to be an incredible food truck there. And three, you have you have the creme de la creme of outdoor exhibitors. Really, check out ICP and check out that Warpath Archery. That is really, really something. Well, Ron, thanks for joining us. I'm going to see you either next Saturday or Sunday. You'll hear Tom P. coming because when I walk, I leave potholes, bro. <laughs> thanks, Tom. Take care, man. We'll see you. Have a good one. Yeah, I have that peg. I have that peg for next Sunday. Me and the lovely Dee Marie hitting a convention in the Pines. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. Fox News until NATO. The attack on Paul Pelosi, husband of Speaker Nancy Pelosi, getting condemned on both sides. President Biden had a speech in Philadelphia last night. There's too much violence, political violence, too much hatred, too much vitriol. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell tweeted that he was horrified about the news that an intruder attacked Paul Pelosi with a hammer. The speaker's husband recovering from surgery for a head injury 
As for the suspect, DePapi had posted numerous anti-government and conspiracy theory screeds on the internet. He was also a local nudist activist who was seen at protests in San Francisco. That's Evan Cernofsky of Fox TV affiliate KTVU. David DePapi's facing charges of attempted murder, elder abuse, and more. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Overnight, partly cloudy, chilly, low 43. On Saturday, it'll be partly sunny, pleasant, high 62. Mostly clear and chilly Saturday night, low 41. Sunday, increasing and thickening clouds, high 63. Expect a couple of showers on Monday, otherwise mostly cloudy, mild, high 66. I'm AccuWeather's Carl Babinski on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Indeed, election season going on, but uh, it's going to be in, what, 10, 12 days? We'll see what shakes out there. But just as a matter, a little bit of a non-sequitur here, but still involved, still involved, because uh, my travels this past week up there in North Jersey, uh, listen to you, know, I'm a South Jersey guy. I check it all out. Check out the great outdoor opportunities we have within the confines of the incredible Garden State. And ran to a couple that were uh, hiking. I would say, I will not mention the state forest, which it was, but and they were from Cumberland County, visiting up that way. And it just so happens that I was in an area where about 15 minutes prior, happened to see a big ass black bear, big sow, and she had a couple of year old cubs with her. No problem, just you know, up ahead, up ahead. She walked around, the wind was blowing from them to me, and off they went down the hill. And that was almost like a uh, a horseshoe shaped trail where possible, possible there could have been a little uh, interaction there. I was squirrel hunting, so I was okay with that. Uh, the couple, who knows? And you'd say, well, you know, can carry bear spray. What about using bear spray? In New Jersey, technically right now, it is illegal. You face a $100 fine and who knows what happens after that. Well, there are two bills out there, uh, one sponsored by our guest waiting patiently on the line, Assemblyman Hal Wirtz, uh, R24 up there in Morris, Sussex, and Warren counties. And the Senate version of the bill is uh, sponsored by Senator Anthony Buca. He's in District 25. The numbers are 3606 and 1770, respectively. Now, what this will do, you're hiking, you're fishing, you're not hunting, you're camping. This will, if it passes... Out of committee, whatever, however the mechanizations are, which is so phlegmatic and Trenton, that's, I don't even know how some of these, some people have any hair left trying to get sensible things like this passed, that, uh, it will be legal to carry bear spray. And God forbid that you have to use it if a bear gets aggressive or comes too close, what have you. And you can try all the avoidance techniques you want. Sometimes they just don't work. I have a seminar on Hal Wirtz in the line right now. He is right in the heart of bear country. People, yes, check it out. Bears have been sighted in all 21 of New Jersey counties. And, yes, they are down here in South Jersey. And sooner or later, you know, people freak out. Was it about a month and a half, two months ago, maybe three months ago? They're in Mystic Island, Southern Ocean County, Little Lake Harbor. In a space of a week, there were two different bears on some golf course or Atlanta or something like that. Well, just walking along. Now, how they get from North Jersey through that belt from Trenton over to uh, Point Pleasant, I don't know how they do it. Little patches of wood. I bet they travel at night, whatever. But they are here in South Jersey. So this 
These bills, I should say, are apropos statewide. Sorry, Assemblyman, I get really exercises because I've had two encounters where, well, it's either here or there. How you doing, Hal? <laughs> Sorry. Hi, Tom. Hey, thanks for your excitement. Thanks for coming up here and visiting God's country. I know you've been here many times, and uh, oh, it's a, a pleasure to be on, and I appreciate you bringing up this common sense um, bill with them. Um, it seems like in Trenton, it's just very difficult to get the liberals and the governor to allow us to protect ourselves in any way. Right. And, um, you know, the bear instances are up threefold now. They're everywhere. I mean, mm -hmm. the other day we had three hit on Route 565. The other day, Deb and I were going to Space farms. My wife and I had an event. There was a baby cub hit. I mean, they're just everywhere, and encounters are are increasing and dangerous encounters, including encounters with people here in Sussex mm -hmm. County and um, quite a few dog killings. So, you know, and there, as you said, there's no way to protect yourself now. The the spray is limited to three quarters of an ounce, which, and, which is worthless against a bear. How? <laughs> uh, honestly, so. if I can interrupt you a second, Assemblyman, I ran into a sure. woman in the Pocono. She was walking her. Everything, everything, everything goes a rescue. Is there, are, are there constantly Katrina's everywhere? Every dog you see now is a rescue, right? And <laughs> I said, you know, um, she was new to the area. We've been out there a few years, so we know the area pretty well. And I said, I've been watching. There's some bears around. We had one in the yard, whatever the other is. Oh, don't worry. I have this house. You pointed this little container on her hip, like a little hip holster. I'm saying, I was, oh, okay. Hey. I'm thinking, what is she going to do with that? I mean, lovely D. Spree is nudging me like, don't say anything, don't say anything. So it's the middle of the day, everything's fine. But this is common sense legislation, Assemblyman. Has there been pushback again from, from the liberals and the animal rights well, activists? Yeah. yeah, I'm hearing the liberals are trying to force, uh, they're worried about any type of feeding of the bears, which of course is already illegal, but they're holding back the bill. They say that's the rumor. I mean, in Trenton, it's very difficult, uh, you know, for your listeners. Nothing moves until the Democrats post it, unfortunately, until we get the majority in them. Um, you know, we're, we're pushing for the 7.6 ounces so that people have a right to um, defend themselves. I'm sure I know you're well aware of it and your listeners. Yeah. You know, the other day, a 10-year-old boy was dragged out of his backyard by a bear. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we've had cases um, of a lady attacking her mail here and people get in their car. And, um, you know, I was a cabinet member when the one fellow was killed in West Milford and, and right. that oh, bear man. had no health issues other than he was um, hungry. So it's really a shame that the Democrats are putting us at risk and the governor um, you know, they, they just don't know what they're talking about, similar to the firearms bills. And, you know, I mean, oh, if out of my way, you'd oh. be able to have the bear spray and a gun to protect yourself. You know, it's not just yep. against the, the bad guys. You, you, a gun would be very handy. My wife and I walk a lot of remote roads, and mm. um, I, we have nothing legally to defend ourselves. Um, as we're just simply taking a walk in the middle of bear country. Hey, Joe, it's on the line this morning. Is something on Hal Worth, Republican uh, District 24 up there, Morris, Susquehanna. Kind of topic is getting bear spray legalized, whether you're camping, you're hiking, especially when you're fishing in the spring. They're out of hibernation. They're hungry. The bears are on the move. Uh, it's just common sense uh, legislation. And uh, some of them, just the other night, I guess, what was, that? What was it Tucker Carlson or something like that? I forget what it was. Uh, no, it was Jesse Waters. They had video of a bear that was attacking a climber. He, he kept kicking it down his pile of rocks. I mean, that's as obvious as you can get that these things aren't cuddly teddy bears, man. I saw it. I saw it at the Jesse Waters last night. And actually, Jesse Waters even went a step further, which I think, you know, in this state where they're allowing us to be so vulnerable against crime and the, and the bears. And I mean, he said you're going to need this bear spray um, everywhere in the country. And you know what? Um, you're going to against um, bad guys and um, unruly bears. And, um, you know, it's a shame. You know, I know it's off topic, but the gun bill and the Democrats are still trying to kill it, um, which yes. would allow citizens yeah. to protect themselves against um, crime and, and, and also against them um, and bears. You know, you got to come up on a bear attack or somebody being 
I'm attacked right now. There's nothing you can do. You can't even um, basically assist a person because you have no way of um, exactly. going after the bear. Simon, uh, we're up against a hard breaker, but you had a great yeah. press release the other day. And listeners, this is so apropos because it affects everyone here. Check this out. I go and fill up. It was at a, at a, 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 I'll say a Brennan Fuel. I won't say where. 354. The very next morning, as in yesterday, 530 in the morning, flying back up. Because, again, listen, I am all over. Very fortunate about that. I'm, I can do that. 386. What the hell, man? A 32, 34 cent. What is going on here? I got this press release. I'm going through my email. Check it out. Murphy administration's big oil lawsuit is a political stunt that will only fuel higher prices by Assemblyman Howworth's our guest. Assemblyman, what my opinion here, people, is that bald-headed stooge thinking? I mean, what are they that that enveloped with this with this climate change BS? Look, he is. I mean, he's a, he's a woke governor. I think he's running for president, and he's going to use our tax dollars. Absolutely, most insane thing to drive up the prices of gas. We lose either way. He's suing these gas companies for simply selling New Jersey gas what? over the last couple of decades. But he's using our money, our attorney general. He's politicizing and weaponizing everything. He's using the New Jersey's attorney general to sue the oil companies. And at a, at a time where we're at a complete crisis because of the terrible leadership in the in the White House. Um, and, and oil and gas is soaring. And as you said, Tom, people are having a difficult time even getting diesel yeah. now, and that's going to be a very oh. scary situation. Coming up at heating fuel listeners, uh, my former, one of my former abodes, I should say, dependent on oil, going through some tough times back in 2008, 2009. We'll name the oil company, but uh, we, we don't deviate from the 150-gallon uh, minimum, but we had been a customer for years and years, and they finally said, okay, well, we can give you 100, so to speak. It's coming down to that, hell. But the, yeah. again, this whole thing, this is going to like even crush gas stations are going to be going out of business. Now, if this if this keeps going on like this, he's driving businesses yeah, out and people out. Yeah, it just brain dead. And he's willing to sacrifice the American people on this issue. We all know that, that we need oil and gas and natural gas and, and to survive. You need all things and you just can't turn a, a light switch on or off. No pun intended. And um, but this is all a political ploy just to. Um, you know, go to his base, especially just before the election, and say he's suing the oil companies. But, you know, do it with his own damn money. Don't do it with my money or your money or the taxpayers' uh, money if you want to bring some frivolous lawsuit. How worse for president, people? That's what I say. Well, Simon, before I let you go real quickly, how can how can people get involved in trying to get uh, 3606 and 1770 put into committee or out of committee? How, how can we – what can they do to get a vote on this? Well, the best thing would be to email the legislative office and say this isn't a partisan issue. You know, they're, they're senator, they're assembly people, and the speaker of the house, and ask to post the bill. Um, you know, this shouldn't. I, I, you know, I, I'm talking to a lot of my friends on the other side of the aisle, and they're coming up to me and, and saying they're seeing bears now and, and uh, yeah. all over in Essex County, and so they're getting them um, afraid for the yeah. first time. So this is just a good common sense bill. This isn't a Republican or Democrat bill, but to be honest with you, the, the Democrats are standing in the way of it. So any reaching out to their senators and assembly bill urging the passage of these bills would be the, the best thing and just say it's about safety, not about politics. Yeah, Assembly War, thanks for joining us on Rack of Invest, you and the family. Hope to see you maybe sometime in December up that way. Um, 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 uh, roots way up there from way, way back. I, my, I, I live and breathe South Jersey now, but still good, like you said, to get up to that part of God's country, man. We have it all here I in New Jersey. 
Love to see you, Tom, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Thanks so much. Hey, by the way, I'll meet you at Gyps. What do you think, Delio? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, a call just started beeping through. Sorry about that, but no, definitely go to Gyps. Someone just, yeah, you were just asking me. They're definitely there and fun. So. Yeah, take care, uh, Osama, and we'll see you soon. All right, okay, bye. thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. Bears are everywhere, people. I'll tell you, again, twice, I'm not going to say where and when the situations. twice over the years, this goes back to the late 90s, and two times is more than you want to deal with how to use bear spray. I'm not going to say where, but yes, make it legal. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, wrapping up Halloween weekend on Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We have, uh, instead of a fishery report right now, let's get to a tournament that is going to be coming up very soon. Join us online. It's Andy Grossman, Riptide Bait and Tackle, 1201 West Brigantine Avenue in Brigantine. Talking about the Brigantine Elk Striper Classic coming up in a couple of weeks, November 18th, 19th, and 20th. The funds that benefit the Brigantine Elks Veterans Fund. Andy, thanks for joining us. Short notice. How's it going, brother? What's going on, buddy? Glad to be here. Stripers, stripers, and more stripers. Uh, Gross, what are you hearing? Before we get to the event, what's uh, what's the fishing situation out your way? Uh, we've been in the back bays crushing them up to uh, 37 inches, 38 inches. Uh, nice fish. Drifting eels spot and topwater plugs have been working, too. Working the sod banks, working them hard. <laughs> My uh, first mate, Carolyn, even grabbed one the other day. We put her on a nice uh, 30-incher that we kissed and released back Good for to you. swim again. Okay, Andy, It was her first. When do the uh, out front, when do the riptide riders come out to play, brother? That That's what we're all waiting for because the beach has been a little bit on the slow side, but uh-huh. it's just a matter of any day those schools are going to start dropping. And we had one school about two weeks, you know, partial school dropped down. We had three or four boaters on that school that crushed them. And another 90 boats ran out there, and nobody could find anything. So it was a little piece, and we know yeah. they're still north of us, so they're going to start dropping down. The weather's getting cold. It's getting striper weather. Yeah, and Soon and, the rotters yeah. will be in effect. I had information the other night. A slug of fish came down uh, out of the Rockways area. They're up in Raritan Bay, and they're making their way down. But Andy, the good thing is it's a lot of mixed-sized fish now, uh, the 24- to 40-inch class. So uh, about a week or so, they should be down this way. And you guys are going to have some great fishing, man. Uh, I can't wait. As good as the spring was, we had, we had record numbers of spring, you know, in the spring yeah. when they run, when they were heading north. And I think it's going to be just as good on the way back down. They, they got to stop. Yep. They want a rotter. They want. <laughs> Joining us on the line is Andy Grossman, Riptide Bait and Tackle, 1201. It's Brigantine Avenue and Brigantine. Now, Andy, uh, Riptide has always been involved with the community, community events, getting people fishing, uh, uh, you know, raising money for various charities. How long has this Brigantine Elk Striper Classic been going on, and how do people get involved with it? Go! This is about a, it's a 2022 Brigantine Elks uh, Lodge 24-28 Fall Striper Tournament coming up November 18th, 19th, and 20th. And it's for both the boaters and the 
uh, surf anglers. We have two separate divisions. They fight it out, you know, months, not, not against each other, but in their own divisions. Mm -hmm. Two biggest bass combined weight um, is first, second, and third cash prizes as always. And there's always a Calcutta. Uh, boaters, $80 for the boaters to get in with a $25 nice. Calcutta and $40 for the surf anglers with a $10 Calcutta. Nice. And it all culminates at the, it happens to be, the banquet happens to be at the VFW because the Elks has a big class coming in on that Sunday. We normally, okay. we have it at, at the Elks, but the VFW was nice, bringing team VFW was nice enough to let us have their hall. Excellent. We'll be having a banquet there. It's a lot of giveaways, a lot of. A lot of door prizes and 50-50, and it's just a lot of fun Excellent. on Sunday. Really, get involved with that. November 18th, 19th, and 20th, the Brigantine Elks Striper Classic. Funds that uh, benefit the Brigantine Elks Veterans Fund. Again, $80 entry boats, $25 Calcutta, $40 surf entry, $10 Calcutta. And then you're getting, always getting involved with the community. I'm surprised, Grossman, that you actually made time to go fishing because you're always yeah. bouncing off walls of that store, man. <laughs> you're, you're right, but my, my girl forces me. We bought a boat this year. And Good for you. We've been out Wednesday, Sunday afternoons, and, and she she now that she's called a striper, she had plenty of flounder, she's got the itch, and it's just me. She's all hooked. I do is drive, I just drive the boat for her. That's all I do. Andy, how do you see uh, your, your I guess, prospectus? You, know, you think in a couple of weeks things will really percolate and, and blow wide open? I'm thinking we're going to start seeing them on the surf within this week. I mean, this weather today, nice northeast little uh, blow going on. A little tough today, but I'm thinking it's dropping the water temperatures. And uh, I can see it this this week. I think this weekend we have one. I do have a $50 gift card out for the first legal strike no. caught on the Brigantine surf. There you go. And wait in at the shop. You know, it gives them a little incentive. So I think once you see one out there, you're going to see a bunch of more rods out there and a lot more bait in the water. and. I think this week we start to see it kick off for, for the uh, fall run. Listen, you're fishing from the sands. you got to get the rotters. <laughs> I just thought that up. Yeah. Andy, real fast, how do people find out more about the Brigantine Elk Striper Classic? They can go on the Riptide Bait and Tackle on Facebook. They can go to the Brigantine Elks. There's be forms there. They can they can print out, like right from me, they can print out the form on, on, on our page and on the Elks page and mail it in to me. Just call me and let me know that you mailed it in. And uh, or they can stop by the shop here and uh, grab a form. Okay, Andy. Hopefully, we'll see you guys next week, man. Take care. Best to everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you, brother. See you, Tom. And that'll do it for this week on Rock and Fin Radio. Just a reminder, people, for all your powering needs, all your power needs: RV, camping, hunting, fishing for the boats, whatever you need it done. Go to Batteries Plus. We have 900 Tilton Road, Northfield, Suite 3, right? God, not even 75 yards from where I'm sitting right now. There's also the other store, 1215 Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Batteries, everything we have. Scott Spencer coming on, I believe, next week. He's going to go into a full thing for fall. Get ready. Now, don't forget, daylight savings times end soon. It gets dark real early. Don't want to be out there in the woods with some bad light or no light. Check that out again. Batteries plus 900 Tilton Road, Northfield, Suite 3, or 1215 Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Mention you heard this on Rack and Fin Radio, and you will get a discount. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio, and not forget law enforcement. Things are going to be changing, hopefully, as of November 9th. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio.